0: Hey, I'm Sanjay. Welcome to WiseGrad. Episode number 30, What I Wish I Knew Before Moving to Sweden. Stories from Malmö with Jed. Let's go! Come on! WiseGrad! 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 Hello! Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Wisegrad. Thank you for clicking play and not clicking next. I'm your host St. Sanj and as usual, I'm very happy that you're listening to this episode. On this very vibrant episode, we're going to listen to Jed who's a finalizing student at Mama University. And we're going to hear some of the things he wished he knew before he moved to a new country. Which country is that? Sweden. And which city? Malmo, Sweden. This episode of Wisegrad is sponsored by Malmo University. Education where diversity makes the difference. Now, for students, there are a million questions that will probably be dancing in their minds when they're preparing to study abroad. Will it happen? Like, can I afford it? Will I succeed? Will I make friends? Is the food expensive? And the list can go on and on and on. And most students, if not all, feel a little bit ill prepared when boarding the flight to move to their new study destination. Now, we all know the honeymoon phase of arriving in a new country, the excitement, the euphoria and the urge to take on everything. But what happens when the confetti settles and you start to see things through a different lens? On this episode of Wisegrad, we listen to everything that Jed has to say. We listen to all his advice. We laugh and hopefully we won't cry too much now. Now, if you don't know Malmö, Malmö is Sweden's third largest city and is home to about 350,000 people. The city sits on the border of Sweden and Denmark. So the neighboring city is Copenhagen, Denmark, which is a much bigger city. But the connection between both cities is seamless. And the connection is brought to you by the Odersunds Bridge, a very beautiful bridge. And it's just about 30 minutes and you go underwater. I mean, how cool is that? And that's a journey that most students who end up in Malmö take from the airport in Copenhagen to the city of Malmö. And it's one that Jed knows quite well. So now we're going to listen to the conversation and see how Jed can help us better prepare for studying in a new country. Let's go. All right, hello, Jed. So, let me give you a quick background about Jed. Jed is a famous COO from the Philippines. Jed Mangera, and he is a well spoken individual. He's a basketballer. I could go on and on, but I'll let Jed introduce himself. Welcome to WiseGrad.
1: Hey, Sanjay, and hi to all our listeners. And don't get too excited when he said that I'm a famous COO, because wait till you actually know what COO means. So I'm Jed from the Philippines, and I'm here in Malmo University studying my master's in leadership for sustainability.
0: Yeah, so Jed, so tell us what you've worked with before and why you were the CEO, C-C-O-O and why you left that job okay so COO actually stands for uh, child of (laughs) owner
1: because I for the longest time I've been helping my dad uh, run the family business so we're in the we manage a couple of uh, fast food restaurants back home so I've been working for him it's been such an amazing experience so I just gave myself that title of COO the child of owner because it sounds fancy doesn't it sound fancy it 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 sounds fancy
0: I'd walk around saying that too but Jed can you cook Yes, I can. Actually, I can. I'm ah. proud to say that I can. Did you cook in the restaurant also? I um,
1: cook. Not really because um, I was more of like managing it. But, you know, sometimes I like to cook it up in the kitchen, make a couple of awesome dishes. What's your favorite dish to cook? Not favorite to dish
0: to cook? Well,
1: uh, there's this Filipino dish we call adobo. adobo. So it's a famous Filipino dish. If you're Filipino and you don't know how to make adobo, then you should really reassess your entire life. What's but in it? Uh, Um, Usually it's made with either pork or chicken or both, Um, but sometimes you could also use squid, uh, other types of meat. So it's basically uh, soy sauce, vinegar, black pepper, bay leaf. Like some magic and it's amazing it's my favorite so
0: we are eating adobo right after this episode of yes, Wisecrack we <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm gonna cook some for you and, and by the way congratulations on your new place I, I saw it on uh, you saw my, my oh, Yeah, fancy life yeah maybe I
0: could uh, go cook for you one time definitely and, uh, my kitchen is always open to everyone yes as definitely. long as it's food yeah. <laughs> I'm happy
1: yeah and also to add to that uh, aside from the uh, s- you know uh, working for the family business which yeah. I, I love doing I've also been active in a civil society organization called JCI Philippines so JCI Philippines is a leadership organization that I've been a part of since 2016 mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's really one of the reasons why I was able to to come here so
0: that, is that yeah. why you applied to Sweden? how is that connected to your Swedish life now?
1: Um, because I arrived here uh, on a scholarship I applied for the SI scholarship and you know one of the requirements of the SI scholarship is you know you have to be involved in a civil society organization so when I saw that that was one of the requirements and I know my involvement in that organization has been you know I've been really active in it so I just felt like oh maybe I am qualified and yeah. Yeah. yeah has it been going well It's been good. Um, It's a mix of uh, theoretical stuff and also practical stuff. So, you know, the first half of the program, you do a lot of theories, build your foundation. And then second half is when you apply it more. And uh, actually, fun uh, story is uh, in one of our classes, we had the social innovation course. Uh And then um, our project was we had to come up with a business idea. A sustainable business idea for that course. Okay. And me and my groupmates actually turned that group, I mean, that school project into an actual business. And we're going to launch that in August. In Fantastic. So, you know, that's a practical application of your yeah. program, which is great. Right? It's
0: always nice when that happens, though. No? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then also, it's now what? What month is it? May. It's that May. That means it's thesis season, Judge. It is. <laughs> How is that season. going for you?
1: Well, uh, before coming here, I was. Uh, I just came from an hour meeting with my group mates and another hour meeting with my supervisor. Yeah. So it was kind of stressful. But the um, the it's you know the, my tip with, with the thesis is just pick a topic that you're interested in yeah. because that's going to make it bearable, I would say. <laughs> True. Because it doesn't really matter what type of program you're in. A thesis will always be stressful. It's always like a lot of work. But as long as you're passionate about the topic you're working on, it's, it's going to be fine.
0: Yeah. yeah. What are your other interests apart from uh sustainability and coo stuff <laughs> what's what's your other interest sports uh well dancing um, dance no i mean i wish i could dance
1: as good as you but uh, we don't uh, that's don't talk really, about my dancing on tiktok dancing. or instagram <laughs> no okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, you already mentioned it yourself so oops so, yeah so um well one of the reasons why i'm here is because i guess i love traveling so yeah. much i remember as a kid um my my parents used to take us uh to all the different countries, I remember I used to spend uh, summers in my relatives in California. You mm-hmm. know, I was able to travel to, to a lot of different countries, and in fact, I've been to one country that I'm sure you've never been to, nor I don't think you'll ever go to <laughs> the Philippines. No, of <laughs> course. I mean, I hope you do go to the Philippines, <laughs> but I've been to uh, I've been to Iran, uh-huh. been to the capital city of Tehran. How in did you get there? Um, that was uh, as you mentioned earlier. I also do play basketball. So uh-huh. in 2008. I was part of the national team of, of uh, the Philippines. So it's Wait,
0: a, you're on the Filipino national The youth basket? national team, yes. you, oh, you were on a national team? Yeah,
1: so that was like the 18. Fantastic.
0: In I mean, I was good back then. I don't know what happened. I was never on any national team. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Good job. So,
1: so yeah, so that was um, uh, back in 2008. We had a basketball tournament there, the FIBA Mm -hmm. Asia Basketball Tournament. So Mm -hmm. it was fun. It was a good experience. Uh, Definitely a different culture. I I know how difficult it is to get a visa to Mm -hmm. enter that country. So, and I'm just lucky I was able to
0: experience that. Nice. One check off your bucket list. Yes, that's that's fantastic. fantastic. So now you're abroad. You're in Malmö, Sweden. Mm -hmm. Did you ever expect to study abroad?
1: Um, I remember... uh, Many years ago. Um, don't ask how long it was because you'll know. 20, 25. How not 25 <laughs> years ago, but many years ago uh, when I was doing my bachelor's, I um, wanted to apply for exchange studies abroad. But yeah. unfortunately, I wasn't qualified back then. Um, but uh, but since then, I've still had this idea that, oh, I, I, I still want to study or live or work abroad when given the chance. Mm-hmm. So... I wanted to do that before but I never had a chance to so when the opportunity came to come to Malmö and study here at Malmö University I just took it and I'm just lucky I'm here
0: yeah yeah so have you previously studied abroad or done any courses or anything like that no
1: it's actually yeah. my first time my you first time. always wanted to I've always wanted to and this is my first time actually living abroad first time in Europe actually Ooh.
0: Yeah. and you're enjoying it so far
1: I'm having an amazing time yeah the time of my life
0: and um, what other countries did you travel to
1: so this is my first time in Europe I've been to a lot of countries in Asia I've been yeah. to uh, Japan I've been to Korea Thailand but well, Bangkok is one of my favorite cities yeah. mm-hmm. um, also was in Malaysia uh, So you, you're countries. a traveler yeah uh, yeah I mean I'd like to I like to think so I mean it's fun. it's it's, also, it's always fun to you
0: know travel and see different cultures you know I'm
1: sure a lot of people
0: enjoy doing that yeah yeah then what was your may like the major motivator Uh, for you to study abroad was it uh, okay I want a fancy resume (laughs) (laughs) I want my CV to look really international or uh, Sweden has you know awesome job prospects what was it what Mm -hmm. was your big motivation well um,
1: to be honest I didn't pick Sweden um, specifically when I was looking for opportunities it was more of like I was searching for opportunities and then when I was on Google the Uh, SI scholarship came up Mm -hmm. and then when I read the requirements again they put a lot of merit on involvement in civil society organizations which again I've been really active in so I just did more research about it and then when I realized that I was qualified to apply that's when I started doing more research about Sweden Mm -hmm. and then that's when I realized that you know the Swedish academic system is is great it's really student friendly also if you do plan to work here the benefits are, are amazing so so yeah so it was really because of the SI
0: scholarship that that made me come to apply then then how about the move now to Europe and the move Mm -hmm. to Malmö Sweden Mm -hmm. how difficult was that for you well it was more um, I wasn't nervous or or like anxious or anything I was Mm -hmm. really
1: excited I knew it was gonna be challenging Mm -hmm. but it wasn't really difficult in a way because I knew everything was new and yeah. I didn't have any expectations yeah you know if you have if you don't have a lot of expectations when you're moving into a different country everything will be exciting yeah. you know like I, I see bike lanes I see seagulls I see <laughs> you I, were excited like, about seagulls I was excited about seagulls oh, we no, don't have stopping. seagulls in the Philippines I mean maybe we do I'm not sure but I, I've never really seen a lot of them so, so those things that maybe some people who've lived here for quite some time may take for granted it's something that excited me because i came here with like a wide-eyed perspective on yeah. everything and i was just like i wasn't expecting anything really so i, I was it's just excited
0: it's something that i tell many students who want to study abroad don't have too many expectations yeah. because the more expectations you have the more you'll be disappointed yeah uh, because not everything you will read on the online forums yeah it's not always true it's on not the always Facebook. True. Of course, there's some merit to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Factual stuff. Yeah. Especially if you're listening to this podcast or watching YouTube videos, <laughs> they're factual stuff. Yeah. But some things you need to experience on your own. Yeah. And so don't stress yourself with too many expectations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So now you're living in Malmo, mm-hmm. a big city with over 300,000 people, Jed. How does it compare to your hometown? Well, I
1: grew up in a uh, city called Lipa, city in the province of Batanga. So it's in the province, which is a two-hour, around a two-hour drive south of Manila. So uh, I grew up there. Uh, although I went to um, school, I went to university in the big in in the main city in Manila. Uh, growing up, it was a quiet town, you mm-hmm. know. Um, although throughout the years, it kind of got more developed. But comparing it to Malmo, I would say that. One of the things that I like about this city is it's a big city. It's the third largest city in Sweden,
0: mm-hmm. but it's so easy to move around. Yeah. Very you know, easy. So, yeah. So I very mean, flat. Very too. flat too, which is perfect <laughs> I think for there's it. one tiny slope uh somewhere there. I'm pointing to a direction. It's yeah. close to university. I think yeah. that's the only incline. That's the only incline. It's probably man made. It's a bridge, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 So so it's oh,
1: the bike infrastructure is amazing. Yeah, it is. You know, so you can pretty much go anywhere by bike. Uh, public transport is on time sometimes, mm, most of the time. Nah, I don't know. No, I disagree. No, I disagree. disagree? <laughs> it's, it tries to be on time. It tries to be on time. But
0: I mean, I'm I lived in Japan before where everything was on time. Everything was on time. <laughs> so I have a little bit of a bias there. Yeah. But you mentioned the bikes. I can say it's one of the things I wish I knew that. Uh, bikes here were i think they're cheap Mm -hmm. but then you can get a bike subscription in malmo for around 20 us dollars yeah yeah Yeah. um they have a whole year for a whole year
1: yeah they have this thing called malmo by bike yeah so they have like stations of malmo by bike stations across the city Mm And you just grab one, you drive, you leave it off at the next station, station and and it's so convenient. And more stations
0: are popping up all over the city. Yeah, yeah. I can put a little bit of a criminologist perspective in that bike Mm. theft is rampant. Rampant. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's in many many European cities. I think bike theft is even in japan it was like yeah. one of the number one property crimes ever uh-huh, uh-huh. so if you are really worried about your bike being stolen you can get a bike subscription instead yeah,
1: or just buy, buy a bike buy, buy a sensible bike. locks a sensible lock <laughs> <ox>, yeah <laughs> buy a, uh, yeah, yeah that's definitely in an investment
0: invest in so i mean if you come to malmo is one thing to know you probably will need a bicycle yeah it is cheaper than the bus and environmentally friendly yeah although Greta will like um, you, at least just prepare for when winter comes though because you're not going to be biking
1: a lot yeah that's the time when i don't bike <laughs> that's the time when you don't <laughs> bike so that's it yeah i don't yeah. bike in winter I, I also don't bike in
0: winter <laughs> i take the bus it's it's, it's 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 insane it's a strict no biking with the wind and right the right rain right. And it's, uh,
1: it's slippery it's muddy it's i don't know it's
0: but, how do you prepare for that in Malmo? And the weather here. Oh, the it's weather. One thing you oh. need to know. Oh no!
1: Um, well, before coming here, I kind of had an idea about the weather. Yeah. But again, it's always different when you have this idea in your head <laughs> compared to when it actually hits you in the face. That, that sounds you know? like the hail hitting you in your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, because because here I knew it was going to be cold, but. I didn't know it was going to be that cold because of the yeah. wind. So, Malmo, I think compared to, I don't know, maybe you've been to other more cities in Sweden. Com- I mean, I think you Malmo could is rainy.
0: It's, it's rainy. Most hail,
1: everything. Yeah, it's it's
0: windy. So that's you can reason. get like so many seasons in one day. Yeah, in Malmo. Yeah, it can be sunny. Then it gets cloudy. Then it's rain, then hail, it a little bit of snow. Yeah. Then the sun comes back. And the
1: sun comes back. <laughs> and then you know you go out you wear a winter jacket and then it gets hot and you take yeah. it off and then you're walking and then you have to put it again and yeah. then it rains so it's really confusing but yeah but so the thing about if you're coming to malmum that's one thing to consider the weather here um could be unpleasant at times mm-hmm. but again there's this swedish saying yeah that's not, a quiz go ahead say just say the swedish, swedish. saying
0: let's hear because you've been practicing swedish I've for been a good while now, I've been over bra- a year. I've been no, no.
1: I, I'm not one year seven months. I am only <laughs> fluent when it comes to ordering a falafel roll with all the vegetables <laughs> and all the sauce. Let's hear that with no drink. Oh, for the falafel. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. If you go to any falafel shop. Yeah. And you want to order a falafel. Yeah. With all the vegetables and all the sauce. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I know. All yeah. Right, so you that's say. That's what you uh, need to say. Ya falafel roule hola gran soccer. Yeah. Blended sauce yeah tack tack is oh, thank you that's it go. and then when they start speaking to me in swedish i just say oh sorry english <laughs> that's all i know i'm <laughs> so sorry but you said
0: all the basic things you had the foundation the basic, you're gonna so survive
1: you're gonna live you're not gonna go hungry if you know those basic words so that's, that's but let's go back thing.
0: to the swedish phrase about the weather the that you were phrase, running away from what i just
1: know that it means in english um there's no bad clothes there's no bad weather, only bad clothes. Yeah, that's And it. in Swedish, it's... And Sanjay, what uh, does it mean? No, it's
0: <laughs> a quiz for you and a quiz for the listeners to go and find out what that Swedish saying is. I'm all, right, not to saying all the it.
1: listeners, just figure it out yourselves because you can't expect uh, but any it's, help from me. <laughs> it's one of the most important things. To yeah, know. Yeah, There's yeah.
0: no such thing as bad weather. Yeah. It's bad clothes. It's, bad clothes. it's, it's, clothes. it's yeah. factual. Yeah. When I came here in August... Uh, Some years ago, (laughs) it was the worst summer ever. worst summer, yeah. It was, I came, let's say the 17th of -hmm. August, and it was an okay day. Mm -hmm. Then the 18th, the temperature dropped like six degrees. Wow. And it was freezing. And it was cold until winter. That's all I can say. Yeah. And I was not prepared for this. You didn't have the right why. clothes for I that. wish I knew this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because my clothes were being shipped from Japan and it was mm-hmm. going to take like a month and a half. Yeah. I chose the cheapest option yeah. <laughs> as a student. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I didn't have any clothes. So yeah. I ended up having to, I went to Dressman or some store mm-hmm. invested in a sensible winter yeah, jacket.
1: Yeah, you should. You should. I mean, sometimes you would say that, oh, I don't want to. Spend too much on this winter jacket, but trust me. Do it. Do it. do it's, it's, it. It's, it's, well it's well worth it. Well worth it. When you go to Stockholm, a mail, yeah. you
0: can work. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So now you've moved to this city, yeah? And it's a big city. Uh, so many things happen in, but many obstacles come along the way. What's the biggest cultural shock you had? Uh, biggest cultural shock is... Um, I don't know, maybe Jamaica and the Philippines
1: share something in common when it comes to how warm and friendly people are. Are we? Uh, um, yeah, yeah I very th- I think so. friendly. I think you yeah, are. Think we are. <laughs> think we are. So, so, yeah, so that's definitely a shock for me because like in the Philippines, Filipinos are, you know, very hospitable. They're yeah. warm. They're friendly. And here in Sweden, uh, Swedish people tend to be a bit more reserved. But don't get me wrong. It's not because like, it, it's bad or they're rude or anything. I think that's just like their nature. It yeah. takes a while for them to kind of open up and and really talk to you. So mm-hmm. if you do come here and then you try to talk to a Swedish person and then you don't get the reaction that you expect, like a, maybe a friendly smile or a friend reaction, it's fine. Don't take it the wrong way. It's just like how it is. So that took a while for me to get used to because I don't know, I'm a very sociable person. I like talking to people. You know, I like saying yeah. hi to people. When
0: you when you walk around the town in uh, Philippines, I yeah. say in the morning. Does yeah. everyone say good morning?
1: I mean, if if they know you, yes, but uh, I mean, will you get like random good mornings from random people? not as much as probably in the united states because in the The united United states States is a lot yeah
0: (laughs) sometimes a bit too much i'm like okay everyone knows yeah but i mean if
1: you say good morning to someone in the street in the philippines they're gonna smile they're gonna wave back they're not just gonna look at you like what did i do is there something on my face like but but here's what i'm getting at
0: random good morning is a rare here i find it to be very rare 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 is an (laughs) understatement (laughs) it's It's, uh, it's I've done it before just like saying, I'm like, let me do another experiment. Yeah. And you just see people are a bit shocked when you yeah, it. It's like, no, we don't yeah. do random, random good mornings all over the yeah. place. Stop it. Yeah.
1: So yeah, so it's, it's kind of, if you're used to small talk, because I remember I have friends from the United States, I mean, small talk in the United States is just a part of their culture. How, hey how's the weather and then it's done <laughs> and then hey bye never see you again but um <laughs> but here you know small talk is kind of i don't it know feels like forbidden i remember funny thing i remember i was in stockholm um a couple of months ago and then i was i was in the city center and then there were lots of people walking you see a lot of people walking Mm-hmm. But it was so quiet. I was like, "Why is this so quiet? Doesn't <laughs> would feel never like be there's no one talking. They're <laughs> yeah, like, just yeah. like walking, maybe whispering a little yeah, bit, yeah. not talking." But, but yeah. But again, you know, it's it's not a bad thing. It's more of just their nature. And if you just understand that that's how they really are, then you're not going to be disappointed if you don't get a smile, or if yeah, you don't yeah. get a high back. It's fine. But so now you know. <laughs> but now you know. But although I have met a couple of Swedish uh, people yeah. throughout the months and all of them have been amazing they're so nice they're yeah. so friendly they're so warm once you really get the chance to know them but so i think it's just the initial you know just breaking that barrier of just meeting them for the first time but once you get to actually hang out and and i don't know talk and and, and stuff it's they're,
0: they're really nice and, and
1: really great people
0: so now talking about the barrier and making friends has mm. it been difficult to generally make friends uh here in Malma? well
1: for me it's I think it's a special case because I live in international housing uh-huh. so we, I live in the same housing that you used to live yeah. in so you know what I'm talking about so
0: everybody's your friend everybody's <laughs> your <laughs> Technically. friend. yeah yeah
1: so it's it's easy there because you know you I, I live on a floor I share a floor with like 10 other people so we share the kitchen and a common area together so 10 or 9 10 10, oh, it's it's 10 people, yeah so you know it's it's easy to make friends if you live in that setting i, I would i wouldn't know how it's like if you live in a different place if uh-huh. you live alone but yeah the the only thing about it though is that in international housing there aren't swedish people who live there mm-hmm. so again i've i have more german friends than yeah than swedish <laughs> friends to be honest but um so yeah so it hasn't been uh hard for me because uh, i live in international housing yeah
0: I Recommend it to anyone who's interested. I mean, a bit scared to move to a new country and wondering if they're gonna meet people or not. I say international housing is the best bet for you, especially if you cannot cook. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it really if works. You can, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's fun. Uh, you're gonna meet people from different cultures, you know, you get different some abodo with Jed. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, you get a uh, different. Um, cuisines, yeah. Because we just sometimes we cook, we share food, we learn a lot about, you know, our cultures and cuisine and everything. It's just, it's so fun. So yeah. Oh, yeah. So
0: if you have a chance to apply for international housing, do it. Do it. Nice. So yeah. let's get into the nitty gritty of some things or one special topic that many people fear: the cost of living here. How was that? It's expensive. Did you wish you knew more about that before you moved to Sweden, <laughs> I, or did I, you know enough? No, I knew about it.
1: I knew the thing is I knew about it, but. It's again. It's different if you just know about it compared to when you actually experience it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I remember when I, uh, the first night that we got here, so the people from the inter- international housing were like, "Oh, come on, let's go out, let's grab a beer." Oh, wow! Right? And then <laughs> Already, when I saw the <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were jet lagged. We just wanted to hang out and stuff. And then, well, number here's the thing in Sweden, it's expensive, but alcohol is. For some reason is insanely expensive mm-hmm. so you know if you want to grab a beer at the pub or whatever don't compare it to how much it costs back from wherever you're from because mm-hmm. it's for sure it's going to be more expensive than yeah that. so i remember when i saw the price i was like oh is this for like a pitcher of beer or is this <laughs> just the price for a glass and it just came in it was One like eight euros for yeah, you. eight euros in a small like pint it, i mean it was a pint so so yeah so it is quite expensive so you need to do a lot of preparation here um you have to learn how to cook as you say you can't yeah. survive living here as a student if you keep eating out yeah because you're going to have to do your own groceries oh. and eat your own and make,
0: make your own food because yeah so how did you end up balancing the high price or the high cost mm-hmm. uh, food and you going out well what's um, your secret
1: well I'm, I'm again i love to cook So I could just, if I want to save a bit of money on food, I just cook my own meals. Mm -hmm. But of course, you know, you come here to Sweden, you also want to have fun. You you also want to go out. You don't want to be the one who's always not joining your friends when they go out just because you want to save because, you know, it's part of the experience. Yeah. So uh, one thing that you could do is sometimes, you know, if you go out on a Friday, Saturday, you know, just eat cup noodles the oh rest dear. of the week oh dear.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no it's, it's it's just finding a balance i'm sure you know? some
0: students who are studying health sciences are very concerned about <laughs> jed's diet right now no, but
1: but it's always good to find a balance between you know still going out experiencing what it's like but yeah. also making sure that you live within your means right. you know because it's going to be difficult if you go over
0: budget and you know so let's continue on this road tell me some other things that you wish you knew before you moved to malmo And not the seagulls because they're loud and they wake you up in the morning. (laughs) But something else. Well, uh, we talked about the weather
1: earlier. Yeah. So uh, that's definitely one thing I could have prepared much better for. But the thing that really surprised me here, especially during winter, it's not even the cold. It's the darkness. Uh Aha. It gets dark at three in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And you'd think that, oh, it's fine. It's dark. I'm just going to go home and, and chill or whatever. But... You don't realize how much it affects your mood. You're yeah. gonna feel so grumpy and gloomy, and you're gonna feel you're gonna feel different around these months. So, um, stock up on vitamin D. Like yeah. I, I remember my entire life, I never took vitamin D ever <laughs> because I never <laughs> needed that until <laughs> I came here. So that's As number one. An island boy, I can As, agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like vitamin D sales in the Philippines and Jamaica are you know low. low. Nobody like buys. They it. don't have companies that sell that. Yeah, because they're just gonna go bankrupt. But yeah yeah so so yeah so the 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 winter the darkness is especially if you come from a tropical country yeah it's It's such a flip because it's the most
0: wonderful time of the year according to everybody in christmas and then it uh, just gets darker and and darker darker. and by the time it's december 21st it's the darkest it's the darkest (laughs) yeah yeah so then you're like what is this Yeah. yeah yeah that did happen to me uh especially yeah, in my first year here mm-hmm. because i mean i was budgeting traveling was not in my nowhere in nowhere my in your sight no not not traveling so i said let me just stay here in malmo and you know see what's up and it got dark, it was dark yeah. <laughs> i was yeah. a bit sad i was like yeah. all right this is not the best yeah. thing ever
1: no the funny story is uh, i remember when i arrived here in august um some people from my program uh, they were from germany and the united states they were already planning to go to lisbon in from november until like january or something mm-hmm. i think for like a month or two mm-hmm. and then they were asking me to come i was like oh you should join i was like why why are you gonna go to lisbon and in, in january in december and they're like oh because it gets really dark in malmo and so it's nice <laughs> and in my head i was like well i've never experienced that before and i want to experience that until i realized that was a wrong move after know, two weeks after you're two like weeks. all right that's you know enough. yeah there was this one time i took a nap at 1 p.m It was still the sun was still up, and then I just took maybe an hour nap, like two hours, and then when I woke up, it was pitch dark. I (laughs) thought it was ten p.m. Yeah. The
0: flip side is summers are wonderful. Summers are wonderful. Yeah. It's always bright. It's always bright. So you get uh, whatever you like. You can find it here, I guess. Extremes. You get the extremes. (laughs) There's no in between. No in between. You want sun? Here's like so much. You want rain? You you get rain. rain? You get rain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. So tell me something else. What else you wish you knew before you came here? Was it the shopping mm. life? Could you find stores uh, with food from your country? What is it? What else you wish you knew?
1: Um. Oh, wow. Uh. Well, one thing. Again, it's also I think related to to the. It's always always related to the darkness and the weather because. Mm-hmm. I didn't, again, I didn't realize how dark it was going to be. And I I wish when I arrived here in August that I explored the outdoors more. Uh Because, I mean, Sweden is well known for its parks, you know, lots of nature. Even here in Malmo, there's a lot of freedom to roam in all the parks, all the
0: forests. And
1: and I wish that I knew that when you arrive here in August, you only have maybe three months of really good weather. Mm. Maybe two months, maybe two months (laughs) of good weather left. Yeah if you're lucky if you're lucky there you go (laughs) and just i wish i made the most out of that because by the time December came and I was like oh, I wish I was out more I wish I went to the beach
0: more I yeah. wish I went hiking more because the summers are the fantastic the summers are nice yeah, especially, yeah. especially in Malmo yeah. I think it's the best yeah. best city if you want to have a nice summer yeah, yeah. nice festivals you yeah. get the whole of oh, everything that yeah. you see in the movies right yeah here. and also I heard
1: um, the mamu festival is back this year it's back it's back this uh, year it's, so absolutely it's free
0: mm-hmm. huge stage huge yeah. concert yeah. fireworks yeah. oh my god yeah. it's on my phone not this one <laughs> older phone (laughs) i'll save those videos forever but yeah yeah, as you said it's good to go out and experience that when you can when you can yeah
1: yeah yes and one more thing that i um realized i wish i knew is that how fast time flies when you're here because now it's may my program will be done in a month i'll be Mm. graduating in june and it just it feels like i was i just arrived here yesterday like i didn't I couldn't believe that it's been that long, and I think one of my b- tips is that if you have a chance to do certain things, just do it. Because like for me, I'm lucky because uh, you know I had a, I have a chance to i um, stay here after my study, so I'm gonna have more time to explore Sweden. Yeah. But if you're only gonna be staying here for a year, you don't want you know at the end of your program for you to think back and say oh i wish i did this mm-hmm. i wish i went out more mm-hmm. you know i wish i listened in class more and actually <laughs> learned something you know that type of stuff so so i wish it, i prepared for my exam wish <laughs> i prepared for my exam wish i did this and that so yeah it's, it's gonna surprise you how much time flies and because they i also live with a lot of erasmus students yeah so you know i remember in january some of them were leaving already yeah I was yeah like,
0: yeah because their time is even shorter yeah. yeah
1: and then i couldn't even believe it like it was just like i met you yesterday now you're leaving and they're so, gone. Yeah, yeah. And they're gone. so yeah just maximize your time you're going to be surprised as how fast time flies so, so make the most out of it do everything um, go explore but of course don't forget that studies are still
0: your priority so yeah. make sure that doesn't suffer yeah I yeah. think the migration agency says it on the website yes, <laughs> study do. is first priority yes, before you do. think of jobs and everything but that's another point dude mm. <laughs> jobs aren't that's one thing that you should know <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that Jobs are not that easy to find if you Mm -hmm. don't speak Swedish.
1: Yes, yes. And it's good that you brought that up because maybe some of our listeners who are planning to come here uh, and they're planning their budget and everything, maybe they would think that, oh, you know what, I'm just going to find work when I arrive in Sweden. Um, That's great, but it's not ideal because it's really difficult to find jobs here, especially if you don't speak the language. You will find some internships, some part-time jobs for sure, but... You know, you, you don't want to count on that as your main source of income. So yeah. one tip that I would say is save up um, when you come here because, again, the migration agency pretty much tells you how much you might need the basic uh, um, for basic things, living expenses. Mm-hmm. So I think that's around 9,000 crowns a month. Mm-hmm so save with that in mind and also if you have a chance to work remotely and still work for your companies or jobs back home that would also be ideal so yeah so yeah, it's, it's good to keep in mind because you don't want to come here and then
0: figure it try and figure it out when you're here because it's going to be really they're difficult are going to be miserable it's going to be miserable <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Jed these are some solid points but before we leave any final thoughts you want to give to the listeners about life in Sweden life in Malmo something to cheer them up make them even more excited if they're already excited well if you have
1: a chance to come to Sweden or to Malmo in, in particular just just go you yeah. know if you have a scholarship to come here and you're thinking about it don't even think about it just come here yeah. you know if you can afford to study here if you're lucky enough to afford this st- you can afford to study or just go mm-hmm. because um, take it from me and Sanjay we've mm-hmm. been here for you've been here for longer than I uh, now he's
0: making me sound old
1: <laughs> <laughs> well I've been here for almost a year now and yeah I'm having the time of my life it's amazing it's an amazing experience I'm learning a lot about myself yeah. you know there's there's like a, the, the funny thing is there's this side of me that I didn't know existed until I came to Malmo i just realized like oh I didn't know I had that in me you know oh. I had this 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 personality that i'm able to express i don't know maybe it's just because of the vibe of of the city i would say because i remember when i was doing some research about coming to malmo university one of the first videos that i watched had you in there yeah (laughs) and you were talking about how oh malmo university is a young and vibrant university yeah and i agree i completely agree and i think also um i don't know i'm gonna be a bit nerdy here but I someone told me I'm not gonna say I did my own research, but someone yeah. told me about how 50% around 50% of the population in Sweden is under the age of 35. Can you imagine? Sounds that? like a fantastic party yeah. to me. So it's so it's, it's a young and vibrant. You, you said it's a young and vibrant university, but yeah. it, I would say that Malmo itself is young and vibrant and. It's amazing. You can just really feel the energy of the city. Yeah. So if you do oh, have a true. chance to come here, just just go.
0: Just do it. Just do it. Listen to the words of Jed, the famous COO. The CEO. Just do it. The child he didn't owner. steal that from any other company. <laughs> he <laughs> says just do it. <laughs> but thank you, Jed, so much for coming on this episode of Wisegrad.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me I had such an amazing time and it's always a treat talking to you and I hope uh, you get to invite me again next time
0: yeah I'll think about it <laughs> <laughs> definitely and thank you listeners for tuning in to this episode of Wisegrad the episode was brought to you by Malmo University education where diversity makes the difference I hope you enjoyed our company I hope you laughed I hope you smiled and I hope you're ready to move abroad to study I'm going to sign out by giving you a sound bite of the most famous Swedish saying, there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothes. Until next time, goodbye.